0: Dracula, a radio play, based on the novel by Bram Stoker, adapted by Cruz Flores. Act 3. Seward Sanitarium. Phonograph notes of Dr. John Seward. August 12th. Patient is in R.M. Renfield, age 59. Sanguine temperament. Great physical strength. Morbidly excitable. Possibly dangerous. Change that to probably dangerous. You are unfair to me, Doctor. I haven't hurt anyone. No person yet, but what about your animals? I take very good care of my animals. I
1: feed them just what they want.
0: Each in their turn, Mr. Renfield. You started with collecting flies, then you fed the flies to spiders, the spiders to sparrows, and then when you had a whole colony of sparrows, you asked for a cat.
1: Oh yes, oh yes, a a kitten, a little, sleek, playful kitten, to, to play with and teach and feed and feed and feed...
0: And when I told you you couldn't have a cat, what did you do? I begged you. I told you I needed a cat. You ate the sparrow's hole. I found you disgorging feathers.
1: Very good. Very wholesome. That is life. Strong life. All life needs life. and The birds gave me life. What would you have done with the cat?
0: Fed it to a dog?
1: And then what? <laughs>
0: they don't matter now. Mr. Renfield, you have a mania. I would call it a zoophagus
1: mania. You must know that you can't absorb the life of a creature just by eating it. Bother them all! I care not a pin for them, nor for you, Doctor. The bride maidens rejoice the eyes that wait the coming of the bride. But when the bride draweth nigh, then the maidens shine, not the eyes that are filled. I don't
0: understand. You say you don't care about your spiders, or birds, or even cats anymore. Why not?
1: The master is at hand!
0: that's all for today mr runfield the nurse shall attend to you i must see who calls I really wish you had come to me sooner, Lucy. I had been wondering why you were absent of late.
2: You know how I loathe talking about myself.
0: There should be little secrecy between a husband and his wife, and none between a doctor and his patient. You spent all summer here by the sea, and yet I've never seen you so pale.
2: That is the fashion, isn't it? Just a few months ago you compared my complexion to cream.
0: You don't have enough blood, and yet you don't show any of the usual signs of anemia. I looked at your blood under a microscope and it appeared healthy.
2: I'm glad you still look upon me with such a penetrating gaze.
0: How do you feel, though, Lucy? Inside? Tell me the truth. I'll believe you.
2: Breathing has become a difficulty. At times I gasp for air and it feels as if nothing is coming in. I'm afraid, John.
0: Are you still having your bad dreams?
2: Worse than ever. Every night I feel as if something is trying to get into the house. I look out the window, but there's nothing there. My dreams are all of scratching and digging and hunger as if every day I'm getting weak and whatever is outside is to take me. I want to be your wife, John, not your patient. I don't want to be in a locked cell down in the basement with your other cases of mania and delusion.
0: You don't have a delusion, Lucy. I know something is wrong, even if I don't know what it is yet. I do want you to stay here, but upstairs so that I may watch you closely and monitor your progress.
2: Why, Mr. Seward, of all the designs boys have attempted to lead me to their rooms, yours might be the most ingenious.
0: I've had a room prepared for you. I had a silly notion you might be worried about the propriety of the situation.
2: Very silly, Dr. Seward. If we're to spend the remainder of our lives together, we simply must become more intimately acquainted.
0: There's one more thing. I have written to my old friend and mentor, Dr. Abraham Van Helsing in Munich. He's the most advanced physician of our current day, and he knows more about obscure diseases than anyone in the world. I've asked him to come here and examine you as well.
2: Then only our intimacy must be a terminal case.
0: Well, his train isn't due to arrive for another week. <laughs>
3: Lucy, I caught a train in Hamburg and slept most of the way to Bucharest. I knew I would have to save my strength to care for Jonathan. When I arrived at the Abbey, he was so gaunt and lifeless I would have feared he was dead if Sister Agatha had not assured me he would wake soon. When he did awaken, he insisted we be married without delay, even with him still bedridden. We called for the chaplain and gave our vows here in this faraway land.
4: This is the hand of my wife.
3: And the balance of your wife is well attached to that hand.
4: So long I have spent in a nightmare. The waking world no longer seems like a reality.
3: Sister Agatha told me I shouldn't ask you about what happened. I do believe the dear soul thought I might be jealous.
4: Wilhelmina, I don't want there to be any concealment between us. Not ever. Hand me my coat.
3: John, I was only teasing you. I know you have nothing to be ashamed of.
4: I don't know how much of my memory is real, and how much was the result of my fever. Here is my journal. I haven't read it. I don't want to remember, but I also desire to hide nothing from you. Take it, and read it if you wish.
3: Jonathan, I trust you, and I trust your judgment. What could you have seen to make you doubt yourself so?
4: Horrors. When I try to concentrate, my head fogs, and I can't form a clear picture. I wish I could spare them from you, but I know your mind as well, Mina, for you knowing is better than not knowing.
3: What I wish is to share my life with you, all of it. If there must be horrors, we shall carry them together as we walk hand in hand. To
4: be here with you is the dearest thing in the world to me. I would suffer through all the past again to win this hand.
3: Let us hope that won't be necessary.
5: There is no time to be lost. Lucy will die for sheer want of blood to keep her heart's action as it should be. She needs a transfusion at once.
0: Professor Abraham, tell me what to do and I shall do it. I would give the last drop of blood in my body for her.
5: My young friend, I do not ask for so much. Come sit next to her bed and put out your arm. There is no need for an opiate for young Lucy, for she is only barely conscious, and for you there is no time. This will not be a pleasant feeling to see your life drain away, but you are young and hardy, and you have the strength of love in your heart. Ugh.
0: You're right, Professor. The pain is sharp. Lucy seemed to recover when she first came here, but all at once she took a turn for the worse.
5: I can raise her head to put her arm closer to yours. John, look here, under the velvet choker she is wearing. Did you see this?
0: Yes, when I first examined her, but this mark has changed since I saw then. She said she scratched herself on a tree branch. Now this looks more distinct. Two holes above her jugular. They're much larger
5: than before. There is a small amount of bruising around them, as if they were made with a puncture.
0: I can't see any sign of infection. They can't be the cause of a blood loss, or there would be blood all over a bed. What do you make of it?
5: I don't know.
0: What do you suspect? Please, if you have any idea of what might be happening to Lucy, I must know.
5: My friend, the wise farmer can recognize a good crop, but he does not pull the seed from the earth to watch it grow. That is for the boys who play at husbandry. You do not wish to play, nor do I. We must be patient and organize our knowledge first. When Lucy first came here, did you sleep in this bed? Well, yes. That is, we are to be married, uh, at least in- No, no, dear John, I do not wish to embarrass you. I mean, did she become worse after you no longer shared the room, or before?
0: After, only in the last few days. She started to become restless in her sleep, and with you arriving, we felt that- You
5: must remain with her tonight. What? You must keep watch all night, and you must not let your sight pass from her. Nay, this is no jest life and death and perhaps more the procedure is finished press hard on your arm i must return to munich and retrieve some of my research but i will be here again as soon as possible for now rest here lucy is already beginning to rouse and you must prepare yourself for tonight
2: brave lover giving me his very life.
0: No bravery was necessary. Dr. Van Helsing ordered it and I did it. There wasn't anything else I could do.
2: Is that the only reason you're sleeping here tonight? Doctor's orders?
0: I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm going to stay awake and make sure you're safe.
2: Then when are you going to sleep?
0: During the day. I'll have to be nocturnal for the time being. I'm sorry we'll have to be set apart by time a little while longer.
2: You're here now. That's what matters. Lying next to you is like feeling sunshine after a dark winter. I'd almost forgotten warmth.
0: Now Lucy, is it me that you love or my blood?
2: Both, Depending on where it goes. (laughs) (gasps) What was that?
0: Something against the window. I'll see what it is.
2: Be careful, John. You're still weak.
0: Whatever it was flew away. A bird doubtless attracted to the light in the window. You should sleep.
2: I can feel safe now. I don't wish to sleep any more without you with me. John, let's get married!
0: I thought that was already decided. Remember, you said yes before I could even ask.
2: I mean soon, without the grand plans I made as a schoolgirl. Our lives have become too tumultuous to stand on ceremony.
0: I consider us now even more than married. My blood is your blood. I feel like my heart is already inside yours. Yes, as soon as you can walk, we will have a ceremony here.
5: John? John, are you there? The nurses said you were outside the grounds. I am here, Abraham. Please lower your voice. I am hunting a
0: dangerous man.
5: Who are you hunting?
0: Renfield, the manic-sophagiak. He slipped out while a nurse was bringing him his dinner.
5: Ah, yes. The one with the obsession for animal blood. Has he done this before?
0: Yes, and we always find him near the abandoned chapel up ahead. I'm afraid of what might happen if he confronts our neighbor at this Carfax estate. I've never met them, but Renfield can be quite alarming during his manias. I've noticed him.
5: Shh, sh, sh. There he is by the chapel door. Let us stay back for a few moments. Perhaps he will reveal why he returns to this place.
1: I am here to do your bidding, master. I am your servant, and you will reward me, for I am faithful. I have worshipped you long and afar off. Now that you are near, I await your commands. Do not pass me by. Only speak, and I shall obey.
5: Is there anyone in that chapel?
0: I don't think so. He sounds as if he is having some sort of religious epiphany, but I've never seen him show any sign of faith besides... Where is he? He was directly in front of us, not a moment ago. Oh, he can't be far away. John, behind you!
1: The blood is life! The blood is life! Ah!
0: Ah! Help me hold him down. He must have hid a knife from the kitchen. Are you wounded? Just a small cut on my arm. I don't think he's going to fight anymore.
1: He has abandoned me! I am nothing anymore. He told me to come, and I came, for nothing.
5: Who told you to come?
1: The master. The master.
0: He's spoken of this master before, but he's never divulged who or what he means.
5: John, I think we should return to Lucy at once. Lucy? What does she have to do with this? Renfield needs to return to his room. We shall bring him to the hospital grounds and leave him with the nurses. We must go now, John, or we may already be too late. All right, let's go. Himmel! How is this possible? She's almost dead! Almost, but not yet. Hurry, close the shutters while I prepare here. I shall have to open my veins for poor Lucy.
0: Dr. Van Helsing, you must be open with me now. Tell me what you know. What is attacking
5: her? I only know that you have come to the same conclusion. There is some creature doing this to her. It has been patiently waiting to strike until you are withdrawn. How could a creature know when I was
0: gone? Or open the window or drain her of her blood without leaving any mark?
5: Those holes on her neck are the mark. They are from teeth, I suspect. That still makes no sense. That is why I did not speak. There is still much we do not know. We do know she is being preyed upon, and we must keep her safe. That is what I told you to do, and you have failed. I am sorry, John. Your blood isn't going to be enough. No, and you cannot give more. It is a dangerous procedure. We cannot ask the nurses. Is there anyone you know who would do such a thing for Lucy?
0: Quincy Morris. He'll come for Lucy. He loves her, I know.
2: Dear Mina, I am married. John wanted to have a ceremony here, but I insisted I could walk next door to the chapel. Quincy is here, as well as John's old teacher, Abraham von Helsing, who brought me back from certain death. It seems fated we are both to have weddings in such style far away from the castles we built in the clouds. Tonight we are to have a small party, but I am already planning for a much larger reception for both of us when you return. We shall both be healthy and able to look at these past few months as merely a prelude to our happy lives.
5: A toast to the newly joined in holy matrimony. May this be the beginning of a grand adventure on which you embark together.
6: Now, I'll drink to that. Congratulations to two of the most upstanding individuals I have been privileged to ride along with.
2: Am I allowed one drink, Doctor, on so special an occasion?
5: Just one, I'm sure, will benefit your sleep.
6: Professor, what say we let the couple of newlyweds sleep in peace tonight?
5: I am sorry, but I cannot be so indulgent as my friend John. We must continue our schedule guarding Lucy. John until one, Quincy until four, and myself until sunrise. A more crowded wedding night than I had hoped for.
2: Oh, who could be better companions than those who love us most? Besides, when we go on our honeymoon, we'll have all the world to ourselves. Right, Abraham?
5: Yes, Mrs. Lucy. This one more week, you should have health enough for travel. It will be better for you to be far away from here and whatever may be attempting to prey on you.
0: I would appreciate a reprieve from such discussion. Tonight is meant to be a happy occasion, and I don't want to bring any more fear to my Lucy than she has already suffered.
2: I've lived the last three months knowing only fear, my darling. More tiresome than the illness is having to avoid it. If I am a woman now, I choose not to hide from my fear. But you are right, it is meant to be a happy night. Quincy, the phonograph, if you please. I would like to dance with my husband.
6: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Professor, may I speak with you privately for a moment? I have
5: noticed you deep in thoughts this evening. I was thinking it it's because of your previous history with
6: Mrs. Lucy. No, sir. I am a man of honor and love them both as my own kin. When I first came here, you said Lucy needed another blood transfusion and that both you and John were exhausted. I take that to mean you two had already done what I did for her. That is so, yes. Well, sir, that don't make a plum bit of sense. Her whole little body couldn't hold all that much blood. This is true, Mr.
5: Morris. That has been a point of considerable discussion between Dr. John and I. We have not come to a
6: consensus. That is what I've been cudgeling my brains trying to understand. I know I had seen such a thing before, but I could not recall where until this moment. On the Pampas out in Argentina, I had a mare keel over and go to grass all of a sudden. One of those big bats they call vampires had been feeding on her for at least a half hour and didn't leave enough blood to let her stand up.
5: This is an interesting theory Mr. Morris, but on your occasion this bat did not drink all the blood that was lost, correct?
6: No sir must have nicked an artery there was blood all over the ground by the time I found her
5: and no blood when you arrived here so small a bat could not have taken so much
0: and vampire bats are not native to England, only South America our own zoo doesn't even have them Thank you, Quincy. By now, though, we've considered every theory, no matter how implausible.
5: If that were true, John, we would have arrived at the answer. Ah, the Radiant Pride. Allow me a gift I forgot at the ceremony.
2: A flower crown? How lovely. Like a maypole festival. Thank you. Are these garlic flowers?
5: They may be of health benefit as well. Place them by your window tonight. Are these a wedding tradition or something else?
0: Once again, I sense you are being evasive, Professor. If you think you have solved our infernal riddle, I wish you had stated plainly.
2: I already know the answer. It is a wolf. Lucy. I know it as well as I know you, John. I have seen those red eyes in the dark and felt its growing hunger. It cannot be any else but that Russian wolf that escaped from the dead ship.
0: Perhaps the time has come for us to retire. It's already past time you are usually awake and the rest of us need to save our strength for tonight.
2: Not yet, John, please. Allow me one dance with all my saviors. You first, Quincy, and then Abraham.
6: I would be delighted to, my lady. Oh, surely.
5: One dance and then we shall all need rest.
2: Come, Quincy, let us dance macabre.
5: Uh, My friend John, with Lucy we are almost, as you English say, out of the woods. When I know she is safe, I will tell you my suspicions, but for now, I will say they are so incredible. I hope them not to be true. Afterwards, truth or not will not matter, and you and Lucy can look at me as a funny old man with strange ideas. Doctor? Ah, Renfield. I hope
1: we're not keeping you awake. No, thank you. I have taken the liberty to brew coffee for all of you. As I know, you must stay awake for the Lady Lucy's sake. A most excellent progress you
5: have made with Mr. Renfield. I would hardly recognize the man we chased so recently in the night.
0: Renfield has become like another assistant these preceding weeks. He even had a visitor recently. Our neighbor in the Carfax estate wanted to let us know that there was no ill feelings. Now what was that foreign gentleman's name?
1: Uh, oh, I apologize. As you said, the hour is late for me and I am still rarely affected by the full moon as I once was.
0: That's quite all right, Mr. Runfield. You can leave the coffee on the table. We shall drink them presently and return them to the kitchen ourselves. Go ahead and have your dance, Professor. Before we must start again with our nightly vigil.
2: John? Something made a noise downstairs. John? You're asleep. Wake up. Why are you asleep? Please wake up, John. I can hear something downstairs. I must get Professor Van Helsing. Professor Van Helsing, are you there? Quincy? What has happened? Where is everyone? to you. Is this the end of it then? You have stalked me through my dreams and waking hours denied me my peace and love you can drain me of my blood but my fear is gone with it I am not afraid of you anymore. If this must be the end then let's be done with it Oh John
0: Lucy? Lucy, where are you? Oh god! Professor, wake up! Lucy's been attacked. We need the blood supplies quickly. Lucy...
5: John,
6: I am sorry. She is dead.
0: No, Lucy, no.
6: Oh, something knocked me out. Oh no. We were too late. It's all over. No,
5: my friend. I fear we you only at the beginning.
0: This has been Dracula, a radio play, adapted by Cruz Flores, audio editor, Shereen Khan. For more information and a full cast list, visit
4: dracularadio.podbean.com. If you would like to support the show, please go to co-fi.com forward slash Dracula
0: Radio.